On today's first round KO, we talk about all of the big moves from the NFL, including all the big trades, Odell Beckham to the Browns, Antonio to Oakland, that kind of stuff, and all of the biggest free agency moves, including some overall looks at teams and everything that they've added and uh, seeing how good or talking about how good they will be uh, in this next season. Let's get it. Watching like what he do with it. It's a night I'm on a move with it. Hey, I'm watching like what he do with it. Look at him go, look at him go, 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 go. I'm on a move with it. Welcome to the most lost here WSW Sports Podcast in history. Welcome to first round KO. I am your host, KO, a.k.a. Howard J. Dingers, and I am joined, as always, by Mr. Connor J.D. Moore. Hey, guys. We survived St. Patrick's Day. Yay. I didn't do much. You had, I was going to say, you had to work, right? Yeah. I had to work Saturday night and Sunday. My body's just tired. Fair enough. Long day. We're also joined by Thomas first hello yay yay I also worked uh <laughs> oops <laughs> I also worked St. Patty's Day and the day before and the day before and I went out to the bars from Thursday through Sunday Woo! Woo. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so tired oh my goodness well we are here uh I don't know what happened last week I I was just not in the mood to record on Friday or Saturday? My body was fried. Yeah. Anyway, so I think even if we did, my body would have been out cold. Yeah. So I was <laughs> like, you know what? We'll just push this back. And I'm actually really glad that we did because there's actually been a few moves over the weekend yeah. that I want to talk about. <laughs> yeah, sports. Um, <laughs> now, something we're going to talk about off air, but I think we... So why bring it up on? Because, of, you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are going to do a... Not a bracket, but like a, we're gonna talk about March Madness. Oh, thanks for reminding me. You're welcome. I need to download that. Oh, yeah. oh wait. Mm. But I, here's I the here's uh, the dilemma. So we do Wrestling Wednesday. Wait, hang on. So we gotta. You know, there's, there's a lot of discussions gonna happen off air. Oh, I'm already about. Yeah, you already told me about this. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Okay. 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 So you're aware of. Yeah, you told me about that. Cool. Did I say it? Uh, you said one of the things. Don't worry about it. You know, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Anyway, uh, post production. Um. Anyway, yeah, but we are going to talk about the bracket. And we are going to talk about basketball. I need, um, to, cool. I need to download that. Here's the only like problem: now. is we normally do wrestling Wednesday. Correct. And that's still the plan. Correct. The games start on Thursday. Are the are the playing games Thursday? It starts this Thursday. Yes. The tournament starts Thursday. Yes. We have three days to make a bracket. Uh, um, so we, of so off air we will discuss and I will tweet out so that everyone knows but we might need to do three early episodes this week and then take the <laughs> weekend off to watch basketball and then and then pick back up like oh, kind of like we did last week so like I'm going to Fat Jacks on Thursday right so Don't anyway <gasps> wings we will, we will figure that out <laughs> off air but today <laughs> we are here to talk about NFL free agency finally Finally, and uh, everything that has happened since the NFL New Year has started, and we're going to open up with the Dog Pound. And your new favorites to win the AFC North. My new – oh, my God. Okay, so just to catch everyone up, 
Because of the drama, I have dropped Pittsburgh from my number two favorite team. Jacksonville moved up. It is now Green Bay, Jacksonville. And Cleveland is, is quickly moving up, mostly because of Baker Mayfield being a huge Brewers fan. Baker um, Mayfield is just one of my favorite human beings in general. Exactly. So, like, Cleveland I – mean, I don't think Cleveland will ever pass Jacksonville. Like, I think it's pretty set Green Bay, Jacksonville now for my two favorite teams. But I, I'm a huge – Believeland guy, I think I was most of the year last year, but Baker. I was going to say, I think you and I had some real yeah. good conversation about how we both really um, thoroughly enjoy Cleveland. I'm a huge bye week Browns fan. <laughs> yeah, well, not anymore no. because it's, I mean it's going to be a bye week every week because they're just going to blow them out of the water. I it's going to be a flip. It's <laughs> the bye week for them. <laughs> I just flipped the switch. The Browns get a bye flip, week flip. every week now. Um, oh. the, the Browns traded Stop. for Odell Beckham Jr. They traded Jabril Peppers a first round and a third round. Um, and this is an incredible trade because now you look at the Browns offense. You you have Baker Mayfield at quarterback who proved last year he can win games. You have Nick Chubb in the backfield. And eventually after eight games, because we, we've seen now that it's an eight-game suspension, mm-hmm. so halfway through the season, we're going to see Kareem Hunt paired Question, with him. Question, did he elect – he's not electing to appeal, correct? I don't know. I haven't seen that he is, so right now I'm going to assume that he's not okay. until I hear otherwise. Even if he does, it it'll probably only get dropped down to six. I don't think it goes any past that. But we'll see. But eventually they will have Chubb and Hunt in the back. That's going to be incredible, and it's it, it's – super dangerous and now they have not only jarvis landry who they had last year but now they add odell beckham jr and <laughs> I, literally one of the a top five receiver and i i would say jarvis is top 10 15 easily. receiver easy at least top 15 and and david Njoku, who's one of the most athletic and promising tight ends in the game right now this offense looks scary Scary good. Still have, they still have uh, the defensive end. That's that they Oh, have. Miles Garrett. Yeah, Miles we Garrett. haven't they even touched on the yeah. defense where they have Miles Garrett. Mm-hmm. They they got Olivia Vernon. They uh, they still have Denzel Ward on the outside. Demarius Randall found his spot in the safety position. And even though Peppers was starting to play well, I think they can fill that safety position pretty easily. Um, and they have uh, – oh, what's his name? Linebacker from Wisconsin, Joe Schobert. Something yes. like that. Who yeah. plays very well. Uh, so he's actually a family friend. Really? No yeah. way. Yeah. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I love him. I usually pick him up. Uh, in uh, how so? Uh, so one of my dad's best friends uh, is actually related to him. So like we know him. That's really cool. Yeah. Yo, I know the the Hauser brothers and Marquette. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, it wasn't like trying to flex. No, I was I just know. saying like, hey, <laughs> it's just, that's just pretty cool. All right, <laughs> just all right come on now. We're really gonna go into. Uh, Famous flexes. Okay. My cousin played for the Giants. Uh. <laughs> I said I wasn't trying to do that. What's up, Carl? Anyway. Um. Up, Carl. <laughs> Hi, I'm Carl. Look how y'all talking to him and, and you don't even know him. <laughs> hey, dude. Oh, my gosh. Um, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> but, no, I, okay, so after this trade, the first uh, – well, the odds for mm-hmm. winning uh, divisions. The first odds came out for the AFC North, and the Browns were a, had a fifty percent chance yeah. of for winning the AFC North. Second by the Steelers at like 30, 20. No, I thought it went. 
Steelers were still two. Were they two? I thought they were three. I don't remember now. No, Baltimore was three. Yeah, that's what I thought. Baltimore was three. I think uh, we'll talk about Baltimore. And then Cincy, I I think, was last. I'm sure Cincy's awful. Um, (laughs) But I I completely agree with that. I think Cleveland, even before the Odell trade, I think they were on the up and up. Easily. And both Pittsburgh and Baltimore are kind of falling. Um, I so I really do think Cleveland, with this Odell Beckham trade, they are the favorite to win this North. Um, as long as Baker can play well, their stays coach. Healthy. As long as everyone stays healthy too. Their new coach, uh, Freddie Kitchens. Yes, I believe so. And it's his first head coaching job. Mm-hmm. That's so, a lot I expect. They gave him the keys to a freaking Ferrari. I know. I love that picture that you put up, that you had on Facebook. It was Hugh Jackson, and it yeah. said, "When you get fired and your team becomes the fucking Avengers." Yeah. <laughs> Eight minutes. Okay. Eight minutes. Okay, cool. Solid. It's not it. my worst. Um, At least it wasn't me. <laughs> anyway, I laughed so hard when I saw that. Yeah, picture. that picture is hilarious. Because um, it's true. Like these guys are incredible, and I I personally love the. Uh, pairing of Jarvis Landry and Odo Beckham because we know they have that history. They knew each other in high school. I don't remember if they went to the same they high did. school. They went to the same high I school. I believe they went to the same high school. Okay. They went to the same they university at LSU, at LSU together. And they were and they've been best friends for years. And I and we saw last year, day three that Jarvis Landry was in Cleveland, he was leading he was giving a speech in one of the team meetings, like saying how he's here to win, he's not here to mess around, that kind of stuff. So I think that locker room environment for Odell is going to be great having Jarvis there. Now I hope I hope so. My only thing is, and this is me being an Odell Beckham fan, a massive fan. I think he's probably my favorite player in the league, not named uh, Deshaun Watson. It's 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 the it's the lo- it's the locker room stuff, you know. And yeah. I don't, and I don't know if a lot of that was just all the drama with the contract stuff, and then the direction of the team after he got his money in yeah. in New York. So I don't know if he can, because that's a whole that's a lot of personalities on that team. Oh, that absolutely. is a lot of personalities with the but likes of Landry mesh. and Mayfield I and Odell. I think they though, especially Baker and Odell. I think they have similar personalities. Kind of, in a way. I still think that if things go south with the personalities in that locker room, that could turn into a disaster. And for a first-year head coach, that's that's dangerous to play with. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, 100%. Because, I mean, yeah, it's cool that you, you have the keys to the Ferrari and everything like that. Gotta but know how to drive. Exactly. You got to know how to drive it, and you got to know – and you got to know – how much it cost to to maintain it yeah and that's gonna be a lot of maintenance if things go south in that locker room i just think having jarvis who knows odell and vice versa they're gonna be able to almost humble themselves they should be they get they get to go right back to where they were because a lot of the talk was that odell wants more money already and maybe jarvis could be the one to be like hey i understand you want more money you kind of deserve it but you just came here play a season they just that, earn that he money. just got his money from New York. I, that I, contract's carrying over. That's true. I you know, but there's so I I just think there's going to be a lot of Jarvis and Odell being like, "All right, let's just go out there and show them how good we are." Type of type of stuff going on. I really I really like it. Who's the Browns coach this year? Freddie Kitchens. Freddie Kitchens. Yeah. First time head coach. Oof. Yeah. That's that's scary. It's going to be interesting, but that's why I think the the personalities meshing is going to be big because if everyone, if he doesn't have to be like the veteran head coach that controls everyone, if they mm-hmm. can control themselves almost, right. it'll be really good. And I think that's a young and hungry team. Absolutely. You know, you take you take out the pot the possibilities of a bad locker room, which I mean, you could say that for virtually every locker room yeah. in the NFL. But <clears throat> you take out that, 
I mean, the talent on that team, they're young. Everyone's on the up and up. They still have some veterans and everything there, too. Good Lord. Like, that, that team is, if they play their cards right, mm-hmm. and, ev- and, you know, o- OBJ still doing OBJ things, and Jarvis Landry continues to just be that really good, consistent wide receiver that he's been, and Baker Mayfield take that, takes that next step in his growth, and Nick Chubb continues to do the same, and Njoku mm-hmm. becomes the elite tight end that I honestly think he's about to become. And, and Kareem Hunt eventually comes in and does what he does. Exactly, and that defense still being young and, and great too. And can we talk about that line as well? That offensive oh, line, even yeah. even with Joe Thomas retiring, it's still a speaking of it is thick. Have you yes. seen Joe Thomas? Yeah, he dropped. He dropped some weight. He oh, really? looks like he played quarterback. <laughs> Yikes! Like he dropped so much weight. He's in great shape. Anyway, well, good for him. have to like consume a lot to keep up well yeah that's physique. the thing linemen have to stay that big but it, it just, it's an amazing transformation anyway yeah. sorry no it's all good no point <laughs> point being if everything goes very well and something not cleveland happens to the browns because it just seems like something always happens to a cleveland team and it is always the browns looking at you yeah. Kyrie. oh oh <laughs> Yeah, Kevin Durant signed in with the Browns in the offseason, that's for sure. But if they, they are, they've set themselves up to be one of the most dominant AFC teams in the in the post-Tom Brady era, which is coming very soon. See, like, talent-wise, yes. But until they get a coach that, like, can last more than a season. True. I don't see We'll see happening. how Kitchens does. Because, like. Coaching, like you can have all the talent, but if you have bad coaching, make call bad plays, all this stuff, nothing's oh, gonna happen. Oh, one hundred percent. Trust me, with <laughs> all the, with, with all the um, with all the teams that I root for, I know that one firsthand. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just like one of my biggest issues with the Browns has always been that they just get rid of coaches, and like granted, I mean, yeah, some some one, of them were bad. This last one was the some one of them were bad. Was a huge However, needed to go. You can't set up a system in a season. And you can't set up a system to develop in a season either. No, but you can definitely take the steps to de- to develop it yeah, and, and lay the groundwork. If you're gone and then a new coach comes in with a new system, yes, all that groundwork's gone. Especially with these, especially with young players. Exactly. Yeah. If yeah. you have a lot yeah. of if you have a lot more experienced players on the team, it might be easier to adapt to that yeah. scheme every mm-hmm. year. But with all these young players, it's gonna. So yeah. I think they've just been kind of shooting themselves in the feet, like. But, all these seasons, but so. I think most of these young pieces, though they they haven't been around for they've been there's been turnover, but not a whole lot of turnover where it's still where they're still yeah. But for the most part, I mean Mayfield, what this is his about to be his third coach, but essentially the interim coach ran the same system gotta, that Jackson did, yeah, but, yeah. but better. You got the talent now. Mm-hmm. Settle on a coach. Yep. Settle on a system. Let it grow. You'll get there. And I think they will. I think they see that in Kitchens, honestly. I, yeah, they, they must have seen something in Kitchens because there were a lot. I mean, this is going to sound harsh on on Freddie, but, like, there were a lot more qualified candidates out there when they hired Kitchens. So they must have seen Bruce something. Bruce Arians was just chilling. Exactly, he, and he's Bruce the one Arians who said he wanted to coach and, Baker. Right. And I honestly thought that was the move. I still kind of do think it is. But well, we'll I, see after this season, you know. Yeah, right, but I, I mean, think, I don't know. He's, well, I mean, Arians is over in Tampa Bay right, right. now. He's he's got to deal with Jameis Winston and <laughs> and fix that project. Good luck, honestly. But um, I think I think you they mean need Ryan to. Fitzpatrick. I think you're Let's right. Be real. I think he went a, he went to Miami. Miami. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> we're gonna talk about that. That's one of the moves that happened over there. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I'm done about the Browns now. <laughs> 
I think Segway. I think you're right. I think they need to stick with Kitchens for yeah, more than just the season. I think that's the plan. I don't, I don't think they uh, they get a new head coach with a with a at the time or now about to be a second year quarterback. Right. With the intention of not to have all of them grow. It's base. It's basically the Nagy Trubisky thing, but a little bit better in this case. Odds they only run the football. <laughs> Baker, you're not throwing all season. (laughs) We got you two all-pro wide receivers. Don't you dare throw the football. That was almost going to be Miami's playbook. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so talking about wide receiver trades, we're moving to Oakland, where possibly one of the bigger – even bigger than this Odell trade, possibly, because he is, in my mind and a lot of people's minds, the best receiver in the NFL right now. Antonio Brown got traded to the Oakland Raiders. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, did you see that video they made? No. Where, like AB visited Carr. Yeah. Place. So apparently, one AB was locking like he had lower back issues and he was like sixty six. <laughs> apparently, that was a rib on Ben because mm-hmm. they never went. They no one ever hung out at Ben's house. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Damn. So why? like yeah. day what was it day two that he's on the team he's already at Derek Carr's. Derek Carr's. Yeah. yeah. Why didn't? Okay, it was, yeah, was kind of awkward. It was yeah. an awkward interaction, too. There, There's a lot of stuff coming out about Ben right now and how he just isn't. Apparently, there was a time where it was like fourth quarter and Ben wanted to kneel, but the coach called a run play. So the running back who was playing with Ben said is accusing Ben of fumbling on purpose so that he didn't have to hand off the ball. I'm not sure. I, I don't know. The, That's po- some Madden stuff right that, there. <laughs> Okay, yeah. So we've got you've got to tell me about some of the stuff about Ben. The whole house thing is new. Uh, yeah, apparently, I mean, no one bad went teammate, to. Bad yeah, leader. apparently he never went to hang out at. He, apparently he is all the stuff that people say about Aaron Rodgers. It sounds like that. That's who Ben is. He Ben, ben Roethlisberger seems to be kind of a my stats. I do what I want to do, like. I don't want to hang out with you guys. I just want to win football games, type of type of guy, Damn, which kind of sucks. Of prima donnas. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I think we've known that for a while. What? what? Um, but I so I think this is a good move for Antonio Brown. Okay. Um, and I think it's good for the Steelers just because all of this. Yeah, I, Antonio's kind of been toxic in that locker room for a while. Um, and <laughs> what? And. I think going to Oakland is going to be he, – he seems to like Derek Carr. They all do in the beginning. <laughs> What's up, especially, bro? What's up, bro? It's easy I'm to be good, happy bro. when he got bro? traded and got all that money thrown as well. I'd be happy too. That's true. Yeah, I'm happy to not go to the playoffs for the next rest of my career. I'm happy I just became the, the highest paid wide receiver. Yeah. Well, no, no. He doesn't I, need the money, though. He doesn't need the sport. He's already got his money. He's a guy. <laughs> the sport needs him. <laughs> I know. He, he's been trouble. He's been a lot of trouble, but right, you can get mad at me for saying it. Ground. But like, it's literally what he said. Yeah. So I'm gonna throw it back in his face every chance I get. Yeah, as you should. I everyone should. Like, hey, he- remember a long time ago, where we talked about NBA and people moving to Toronto. <laughs> yeah. Antonio Brown is a piece of shit. <laughs> and then there's one who hasn't swore yet on the podcast. <laughs> I had to get the, like you can't just go one. off the rails like this. I know. Trash your team, trash your quarterback. Oh, I wanna, I wanna get away. Like, and they're not gonna trade me unless I go off the wall. Which, yeah, I get that point, but 
there's better ways to go off the wall than just trashing your teammates, trashing your team, or you could just everything not, that helped you, the organization that helped you get where you are. Or you could just not go off the wall and off the rails and just suck it up. Sit and out for a whole season? Not, yeah, that's a great great plan. No, I, I don't even agree with that. And that, then tweet that no, you're not. because you'll lose yourself $18 million. Yeah, uh-huh. then you're going to be like, oh, I'm not going to the Jets for 50 mil for four years. And then he goes to the Jets for less money for four years. So, like, yeah, it's just – you can't you can't do that stuff. Five it's, years in Pittsburgh. It it's so bad. It's just so bad. Question: Where would if this trade uh, with Buffalo went through, where would your mindset have been? Uh, I would have been happy for Josh Allen, but like, <laughs> <laughs> no, like like a legitimate question. Though. Yeah, like, well, that that's a legitimate answer. Like, here, right. here's a target, please. <laughs> um, I, like you can't deny the talent that he brings to the team. Agreed. And I feel like the Bills are almost a little more inclined to like try and make some more power moves especially get to the playoffs than the Raiders are right now. Well the fact that they I don't were think Gruden has right. his the Raiders game are plan set up yet. I agree. I think he's building towards it. Um because especially because of the competition in the division. Yeah. And the fact that they have that big move to to Vegas in a couple of years. Whereas right now AFC East is just kind of popping off a little bit and we're all like, "Hey, we're going to become powerhouses." Uh, and then the Honestly. Patriots are like, we're limping, but we're here. Uh, <laughs> they're just getting old. <laughs> I mean, they're getting not, old and you're not, not really wrong. going too young You're anymore. not wrong. Everyone James in, White's the future. A- everyone in the AFC is just going crazy right now, ready to dethrone them. And they're just like, okay, we yeah. old but gold, baby. Come on. Uh, yeah. Come for the crown, best not miss, I guess. Six rings and coaching. We got it. Right, yeah. So like, <laughs> uh, but, yeah, like, I don't know. It would have been cool, but I don't think it would have been. Like, you can't. All right, so. As I was trying to say, you can't deny the talent he's going to bring to the team. Right. But mm-hmm. I feel like he would have been detrimental as far as attitude with the team. I feel like. As you, far as Buffalo? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I feel like influencing Josh Allen in that way would have been bad. Um, just kind of going in, clashing with personnel and everything like that. Already complaining about, oh, elite quarterback. And it's like, you have yeah. a young one now. And it's just like, like, at least Derek Carr has established himself as someone that can throw the football. Mm-hmm. Um so just kind of going to Buffalo where Josh Allen can and, like, you can run a little bit, but, like. A little bit? Yeah. Did he break Mike Vick's Hurdled. record last yeah, year? Yeah. One of Mike Vick's records. Uh, it's just I feel like it wouldn't have been as great of a match as I would have loved it to be. Well, I think that's probably what Brown thought, too, because he mm-hmm. straight up vetoed it. Yeah. I didn't think. I mean. I don't think uh, he had a no trade clause, but it, he acted I, like he did. No, but, I mean, the whole thing is he's not going to re-up with the team. So right. if he tells Buffalo, I'm not re-signing with you. Yeah, Buffalo's like, you know, Then they're like, it. okay, you're right. Uh, bye. No, you're right. Like, later. But if, I, if I'm Antonio Brown and Pittsburgh came up to me and said, yeah, we're trading you to the Buffalo Bills, I'd have been like, nah, man, find another one. <laughs> Sorry. I don't want to go live in Buffalo. To be fair, I'd much rather go to Buffalo than I would Oakland. You I'd t- rather live in California than – Okay, you take out the living Senate situation. But you that's what a- I'm looking at. Okay, if we're looking at living situation, yes. But if we're looking from a football standpoint, which Antonio Brown clearly does not, the the Bills are a better bet, in my opinion. Debatable. Sorry, I turned over for a second. No, I was saying that from a football standpoint, I feel that Antonio Brown would be better served being a Buffalo Bill than an Oakland Raider at this standpoint. Because who for, well, knows? What's, what's the end goal? What's the end goal? The end goal? What's the end goal? Just, just winning. Championship? Yeah. Then, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But he being a Buffalo Bill would have been better football move if if I were him. Okay. Living wise, of course I would live on the in the Bay Area. I slightly disagree given. with that, but I can you know, I mean 
I just I don't think he cares about championships no. right now. No, because he re-upped with the if he Raiders. Did, if he did, he would have wanted the same Pittsburgh. I don't think yeah, the Raiders, Pittsburgh's the best out of the three. Raiders not going to flip in the next three seasons at least. It's going to be unless they make some big four or five. Moves. I was say they need to make some splash moves it's and Gruden four needs or to get five it. before Gruden's ultimate game plan. I feel like he's got a ten season system to win one ring. Yeah, yeah. That's kind of what it feels like. So it's I mean, just, we'll see what he's doing with all these draft picks when it, when the draft comes. I feel like all month, he wants Brown to be there for at this point, help young receivers learn how to break ankles, and then have a big name when you go to Vegas when the new stadium's yep. built. In my opinion, I think investors. Investors. Next, I want to talk about uh, another trade that happened, but specifically the team that made the trade, the San Francisco 49ers, who are just loading up right now on talent so the trade the biggest trade out of this was uh uh acquiring d ford from the chiefs uh outside linebacker who was one of the biggest uh, albeit on a not very good defense uh one of the driving forces on that defense bringing them to the afc championship game um they also signed Ben. don't break baby they also signed uh kiwan alexander from uh who played in tampa middle linebacker uh, Tevin Coleman. So now they have a three running back system, <laughs> which is going to apparently Too most many teams, most teams want that kind of three running back system. Yeah, going to run a wishbone offense now. I, why? Who, I, I just rotate, constant rotate. You never know what play they're going to run That's when fair. he's in. Yeah, that type that. of thing. With Jarek McKinnon, Wildcat, Matt Breda, <laughs> and Tevin Coleman. Yeah. They really could. Yeah. There are three distinct uh, different uh, running back styles on that team. They, they franchised, well they franchised Robbie Gold. They franchise Robbie Gold. I, I, I mean, good kickers. Yeah. I was gonna say, yeah, they were gonna tag him with all the yep. with all the hoopla uh, happening in Chicago. And um, they signed Jordan Matthews to a one year deal. Mm-hmm. I think that's great for Garoppolo. Uh, do we know how? Do we know how his recovery uh, is panning out right now? I think he's going is to he be, ready be ready to go season. for training camp. I think so. Okay. I hope so. I haven't heard, I haven't heard that he's gonna miss, because it was early. It yeah. was like week. Three or four. Yeah. To be fair, I've heard nothing coming from the Garoppolo yeah, uh, side of things. Yeah, it's been a so while. I would assume. But I think, I think it was early enough last season that he'll be ready. Isn't he uh, That makes sense. Isn't he dating a porn star or something like that? He was. He was. He went on a date with one. Or, I don't oh, know. Oh, okay. Um, they, and then they signed another running back, so technically four. Uh, uh, Someone's got to be a Raheem return, man. Raheem Mer- Mostert? Mostert. And that's going to be your return, man. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Unless they try to move McKinnon or Beretta. They could. I which, feel like McKinnon can be uh, a weapon in the return game. Um, They send an offensive guard, Mike Person. <laughs> His last name is literally Person. Um, Cornerback Jason Verrett, who I think played very well for the Chargers oh, last easily, year. Oh, easily, yeah. And uh, finally, a defensive back, Jimmy Ward. I They have loaded up. And not all of those names are huge, but Kwan Alexander, D. Ford, and Jason Verrett strengthens that defense a lot well that division is usually is about to be fairly decent now minus the cardinals it's the seahawks they it depends on what you get the rams are elite and yes. and the niners they're in the they i feel like out of all those four teams they had the perfect position to make a move but and the they, rams are only going to be elite for what two more years maybe that, we'll that see must. yeah we'll see yeah we'll see where how how long that window lasts so i mean you sign you sign Quan alexander for four years mm-hmm. i mean verrett is only one year um but and you want to know the thing that I think the Niners have? D Ford's under a five-year deal. And the thing that I think the Niners have amongst all those teams in that division, which will continue to make them a weapon going forward, and I don't know how much the signings impacted this cap space. 
good lord, their cap space is massive. They have a lot of it. They have a good. I'm pretty sure they were in the top ten as far as teams with, with some money to play with. And yeah, and who know they're probably not even done. No signing. No. And who, and they, there can always be deals restructured and everything too. And they were they were top one of the top teams in the running for both Antonio and Odell too. Um, I think it's fun this season watching how many people that are good just only get signed for a year or two and i think it's creating this super competitive league right now where it's we're gonna win now or we're gonna try again in two years yeah so like that's what the rams are doing yeah so it's just and it's and it's working yeah so it's just kind of one of these things where it's no i don't think anyone's gonna be super loyal anymore Mm -hmm. you can franchise tag a couple people that you want on your team and you're gonna pay them up the ass and then you're gonna give some people some change for a year and be like we're gonna win now and then you can go do whatever you want to do. Yeah. And it's, I don't know. In a way, like, I hate it because, like, I love team loyalty. Like, when I look at players and everything like that. Oh, like, yeah. I look at the Bucks and it's like Giannis wants to be in Milwaukee for his whole career. And I love that. I think Milwaukee needs that. 100%. Um, yeah. And so it's just like, that's really cool. But also, I guess, especially in terms of the NFL where the Patriots have made it, what was it, like, so many, what was it, three, six, nine, nine? They've, lost they've, three. They've, they've been, been to nine, yeah. Yeah, yeah been, been to nine. Nine in however many years. In a relatively short yeah. span. So it's just like, if we want to break up that... 18 years? Something like that, yeah. Yeah, if we want to... 2001. Yeah. 2001. So like half the time? I'm going to say literally half, like, in the last 18 years they've made it, they've been in a Super Bowl for half of those, good Lord. And if you want to break up that like streak yeah. right there or that consistency... Super team. Well, it's not even short super. T- it is. It is. It's it, a it short-term is, super. Scene. It is. But even but even then, I think I'm just. If you look at it, uh, in from the long standpoint, I think teams are trying to load up not only, um, I think to try balanced. to to dethrone them, but I think that some of these players that they where they pick and choose who they want to resign for long term, I think the entire league realizes it. Like we are, like, yeah, the Patriots have been dominant, but we are approaching the end of that era, and once that era ends. The league is going to be, in my opinion, the best it has been in quite some time. I was about because to get there. E- because, like, even though there's been really good teams th- in this Patriots era, it's st- we still refer to it as the Patriots era, not mm-hmm. the fact that there have been really good teams that have come close and other teams that have won the Super Bowl in that time in mm-hmm. that time period. When this era ends, we are going to be at a point in the NFL where there's going to be so much parity in the league, where these, where, whether it's mini super teams, these one, these one year, let's just go get it. Or a team that just essentially just becomes the expendables or whatever, mm-hmm. signs a bunch of mercenaries and just goes for it in that one point in time. I think teams are starting to realize that, and that's why they're picking and choosing. Because when that era ends, I think everybody in that league is going to want to have enough financial flexibility to be like, all right, let's go make the biggest splash. So when the, so now that this era is done, we go and make sure that it might not be our era, so to speak, but we're going to make sure that, the, that the, it favors us, that we're going to make sure that we are put in the best position to potentially be in a Super Bowl for nine out of 18 years. There's the biggest sense of urgency, I feel like, in the league right now, mm-hmm. especially with talent and free agency and everything like that. And then you lead it into um, just I feel like we're playing some of the best football that's ever been played, and I think we're about to hit some of the most competitive football that's ever been played just because everyone has good players. Everyone can sign anyone for two years, mm-hmm. have that cap space to be good, mm-hmm. pick someone up if they need it, cover up the holes. Like, look at the Bears, honestly. Khalil and then a couple other smart moves, boom, they were in the playoffs. How? What? <laughs> you got Mitch Trubisky looking like he's a god right now. So, like, 
it's insane how and like, a lot of that comes from good management too. Yeah, I mean, just and some a flip. Te- right, and some teams need to have good management, and mm-hmm. unfortunately, the Bears have great management. Ryan Pace is a genius. Now, I'm a lot of teams. I I can't speak for many teams, but. Most teams, I think, are starting to realize that the Packers realize that, especially given the fact that yes. that their win- that that their window is closing. They're like, all right, yeah, like like the Patriots era is closing. Screw that. We we don't know how long we're gonna have the greatest player of our generation playing at a high level. Mm-hmm. So I think it really comes down to again, everyone needs to be ready to make that big splash when the era ends, and teams just need to. I mean, I it's so cliche, and I hate to sound like a twelve year old like a twelve year old kid. But when it comes to the front office, teams just legitimately just need to get good. They just get need, good. like, they just need to have not only a sense of urgency, but a sense of a sense of intelligent urgency, yeah. and not just throw money at places. I was like, yeah, we're gonna get big names. This guy's really good. This guy's really good. It doesn't fit system. It doesn't fit the scheme. There's, you're not addressing things that need to be addressed. Mm-hmm. You're just throwing money just to say we have the money and we want to take the Patriots yeah. throne, but you're not fixing anything. You're just looking to be the sexiest team in the division or the conference or the league even. Who knows? Mm-hmm. So that's the biggest thing for me. Like Management just needs to be smarter throughout the entire NFL, and I think most teams get that. I think most teams are really getting that. And that's why I do applaud the Bears because not only are they trying to get to that point and be like, all right, we need to be ready for the post-Brady era, we need to be ready, especially in the NFC North, in the post-Rodgers era. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And then coming with that, especially with the competitiveness, is you can't expect your team to be consistently great anymore. And I think that's a huge fallacy that's been say, look, at, look at Atlanta. We thought they yeah. were in it for the long haul. And your team is going to have significant highs and significant lows based on off-seasons, based on who's available, based on how much money you spent two years prior, mm-hmm. if you're going to re-up it or not, mm-hmm. who you're going to go after timing it's it's gonna be crazy things are changing and things are changing fast this whole league i think is about to experience a wave that it hasn't yet and it's gonna have to learn how to adapt to it you know who loves this competitive nature of the nfl the most right now the 72 dolphins no one's ever gonna beat that undefeated season no (laughs) i don't think it's gonna happen no all right i'm glad you brought up the green bay packers because that's the next team i want to talk about wow I love every move that they've made. Uh, Minus Mercedes Lewis, but that's fine. (laughs) I don't care about that one. He had a lot of dropped plays last year. He's old. (laughs) I agree. Um, Like it's fine. I hope. (laughs) I hope Tony. I hope he doesn't take away from Tonian's playing time. I just think think he's there for veteran leadership. But we needed defensive backs. We got Adrian Amos. But we lost Clinton Dix. But we got Adrian Amos. Yeah, but like if we kept both, it would have been cooler. Fair, but I like Josh Jones. True, true. So I think that should be a good pairing. Plus, uh, f- free agency is not done. There's still some pretty big names, including one Eric Berry out there, and we true. do still have cap space. True. Um, would you really? Would they realistically go get an Eric Berry after the Amos signing, though? Yeah, why not? Yeah. Pair him up. Who's the other safety that they got? Josh Jones would Jones. be the other one. Fair uh, Tremont Williams. Young. Tr- Tremont Williams was playing safety Old. last year. I agree. <laughs> you could put one in the nickel and another in a slot or something like that. Um. Another thing that we needed, pressure on the quarterback. Get the leading sack. But we have Nick the, Perry and Clay Matthews. <laughs> no, we don't. LOL. <laughs> get the sack leader from the best defense of the, in the NFL last year, Zadarius Smith. I love that move 100%. He's me repping 55. <laughs> Very excited for that. Um, ooh, ooh. 
uh, run defense, which we've always we, – not always. The last couple of years we've been actually pretty decent at run defense. I say so. But adding Preston Smith into that, he is a run-stopping machine on the edge. I love the Smith pairing on the outside. And uh, one that isn't too big but is going to add depth to an offensive line that seems to lose about four people a year, if not the entire line, uh, adding Billy Turner from the Broncos uh, to a four-year deal. Interestingly enough, all of these deals – are four-year deals and i correct me if i'm wrong but i'm pretty sure we signed aaron Rodgers to a four-year extension last year mm-hmm. so green bay's gonna be shit in four years <laughs> well unless aaron Rodgers well, at re-ops but deshaun kaiser you know <laughs> kaiser won't be on the team in four years what <laughs> where else would he go what but, else is he gonna do? all right but let's talk about this season i think this green bay defense especially keeping mike Patton who the players seem to like last year, I think this is going to be huge. I think this defense is going to be legit this year for Green Bay. You guys here? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I – yeah. What do you guys think? I mean, we got a much better defensive coordinator. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. The one thing is, like, our run defense has gotten better from being complete trash. So – I'd say we're slightly above average at stopping the run game, but I've watched too many games where we were doing great at it or okay at it all game, and then all of a sudden, 30-yard rush, 30-yard rush, and we're yeah, going to lose this game. So adding that, I think, is definitely necessary so we can be better than slightly above average at stopping the run game. I think we have a good scheme in place. Um, the only <laughs> – I. I'll be honest. I'm not sure why we re-signed Mercedes Lewis. <laughs> yeah, I don't like that move. Like, there are other tight ends. <laughs> I was just, I was like, cool. That doesn't fit any of the other quota of what we've been signing. He didn't play very uh, well last year. And we might draft one too. So like, whatever. I don't know. I mean, we've we've got Graham. <laughs> we need to use Graham more. Um, but yeah, our defense, which has been our weakest point for like the past five. <laughs> Six season probably the, since we won the Super Bowl since Aaron became the starter yeah he's never really had the one year that he had a solid defense was 2010 yep or 2009 whatever season that was Super Bowl 45 that's when Clay Matthews went off exactly yeah Hawk was still there I think Hawk, Hawk was, was still was there yep. I mean we got Martinez and back Nick there Collins too in the back, Martinez yeah. is really good Martinez is great yeah Can in the middle cut Nick Perry yeah we did okay cool we released Nick Perry cool. who has not duplicated his 11 sack season well well i mean he has been injured for like even when he's injured God though he's not long. you know i and i i also like uh kyler fackrell who had a breakout yeah. season last year yeah, yeah great player so now i think he can get in the rotation a lot more i i just really i and that line now if you think about it you got uh if we we haven't brought him back yet but there's talks about bringing muhammad wilkerson back okay because he's played under Mike Patton for yep. a long time. So it would be Wilkerson, Kenny Clark, Mike Daniels. And then on the edges, we'd have the Smith the, the Smith squared. Preston and Zadarius. My only thing is we got to we gotta do something about Tremont Williams. Just keep as, like, veteran knowledge. Don't put him on the field too much. <laughs> I agree, yeah. I think he... He gets burned so bad now, and it's yeah. kind of sad to watch. I mean, that's why they moved him to safety. Still get Especially, safety. we have very good young corners. <laughs> Uh, as far as King, Alexander, and Jackson go. Jair. Uh, Jair, Jair, Jair is freaking amazing. <laughs> um, 
But I think this Green Bay defense is on the up and up, which is scary to think because they have arguably the best quarterback mm-hmm. in the league. Uh, I I really I, – I love this for Green Bay. I was like, did we keep Cobb? No, no, not yet. Not yet. I don't – he he's visiting Dallas today. Don't do yep, it. I just don't do it. it. Don't do it. I know. Cobb, no. Cobb, don't do this. <laughs> They're probably going to – they would offer him money too because they lost Cole Beasley. Oh, they would have Cobb and – uh, Cooper. I wouldn't like that. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. Because I'm trying to think, like, so we did a lot of good defensive moves, which is definitely necessary. I'm just trying to think what we have on offense right now. We have Rodgers. We, our, our receivers go Devontae Adams, Geronimo yes. Allison, yes. Mark, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, Equinemia St. Brown, Trevor Davis, and Jake Kummerow. And then tight so ends would be. Basically, we have Allison, Adams, and Kummerow. I, I like Scantling. I like Marquez Valdez. I like him a lot. I would put it. I'd put him four. I agree. I think Kumaro should. I think Kumaro should be a solid three. To be honest, Mm -hmm. we might be a little biased, but yeah, I was saying. What? I think when he was healthy last year, he played. Oh my goodness! He Um, He played great. Tight end. We go Jimmy Graham, Mercedes Lewis, Robert Tonian, and then there's another one that I can't think of his name. And then we might draft there. Offensive line is, eh, but running back, we're solid. Mm -hmm. Solid at running back with Jamal Williams and Aaron Jones. Agreed. Yeah. We could make we we could make a move at wide receiver. That's why I'm considering it. Yeah. We could. I don't think we need to though. Because I think no. if Geronimo and Adams stay healthy, that's a solid one too. And whoever that three is, whether it's Brown, Scantling, or Kumaro, I think they're a solid. Plus they're all developing. Exactly. So get there. And I think Jimmy Graham can obviously line up line up out wide a lot too. So we definitely need to use him more. I yeah, and I think we will. I think um, we will. Because we could even we could do Lewis on one end and Graham on the other and just have Adams and Allison out. Exactly. Uh, yeah. So just work on the O line again, which we kind of did. So a little bit, yeah. So I love it. All right. I just my biggest fear with the Packers is staying complacent, even with moves like this, just nothing changing. We have a new coaching staff. I, I'm aware, <laughs> but like. <laughs> also interesting to keep your eye on. Blaine Gabbert got cut by the Titans after their trade. I wouldn't mind him being a backup in Green Bay because he's played under the floor. Just saying. It'd be interesting. It, it would help the rest of the offense, I think. Uh, okay. That's actually, you help know what? the defense, all that's right. A, that's, a good, that's a good trade <laughs> to go to. So we'll talk about two teams real quick. The Dolphins and the Titans. Because the Dolphins made a very unexpected move in a lot of people's eyes to Ryan trade Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill to the Tennessee Titans. It's unexpected for both sides. Could they get again? I honestly don't even know. I'll look up the trade. Um, but but it that didn't make too much sense to me. Like the Titans seem pretty set on Mariota. Yeah. So I don't know why they want Tannehill. And the Dolphins literally didn't have another. Like they had yeah. two quarterbacks. <laughs> Who had a combined one career passing attempt? <laughs> They're drafting a quarterback. But then they made a signing on Sunday or Who'd Saturday. They signed, oh, Sunday. They signed Ryan Fitzpatrick. Oh, that's right. They did make that move. So now they have two Fitzmagics on the team. They got Minka Fitzpatrick. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> he tried to. He tried. Uh, to, apparently, <laughs> in it was 2017 or 2018, he tried to put a copyright claim on Fitzmagic, but he didn't get it. <laughs> But now Ooh. they have two Fitzpatrick's on the team. 
Um, Tyler Fitzmagic can be Fitzpatrick's defense manager. Uh, Miami <laughs> will receive a 2020 fourth-round pick along with a 2019 seventh-round pick huh. in exchange for Tannehill and a 2019 sixth-round. So it was basically a seventh for a sixth and Tannehill for a 2024. They wanted to get rid of him anyway, so, I mean, I kind of – they weren't going to get more than that. They weren't. Dolphins fans were high on Tannehill this time last year. <laughs> they were. He's he's won like ten of his last ten, ten of his last eleven. He's gonna come back healthy. And about that, <laughs> we beat the Patriots. <laughs> I liked Tannehill for a while. I've never liked Tannehill. <laughs> like I think it was like his rookie season. Fair like, enough. Because like first few seasons, I didn't mind him. But then it clearly wasn't working. <laughs> Tannehill will become a well-accomplished backup for Mariota in Tennessee, replacing Blaine Gabbert. Accomplished of what? Starting. <laughs> <laughs> Experience. <laughs> in all honesty, though, I don't think I don't think this is the Titans saying, hey, hey, Marcus, you might want to step up the game because he's just really good. I just think because of Mariota's playing style and that line, he gets he gets dinged up. Yeah. And so they need and so they need a reliable, for lack of better terms, a reliable backup quarterback in the event Mariota gets dinged up again. And I think that Ryan Tannehill in that regard is a much better upgrade than a Blaine Gabbert. You know what happens in this scenario? Marcus Mariota, he'll have a rough two two games in the beginning of the season. He'll get hurt the next game. Tannehill will come in, and because the defense has been preparing for Mariota, Tannehill will tear it up and win that game. The next game, Tannehill will start. He'll start to suck because Sounds teams will start preparing like for Bucks. him. Yeah. <laughs> teams will start preparing for him. He will start to suck again. He'll be Ryan Tannehill. Mariota will get healthy, and Tannehill he'll replace Tannehill in the middle of a game. The defense won't be ready for Mariota. Mariota, will, it'll just be a vicious cycle of these two replacing each other. I would Except Mariota's good. Rotate your- Is he, though? <laughs> yes. He's not, okay. He, he's, he's above good, average. But I don't think he's good enough, especially in the division he's in right now. Because well, you have to deal with teams like the Texans, who were good last year. Well, he's a, also he's also a quarterback in a division in a division where there's a Deshaun Watson and an Andrew Luck, in and that now division. Nick Foles, and now Nick Foles. So I mean, he's a Super Bowl MVP. Right. So he's so by default, he's Baby. he's kind of always been overshadowed in this division. So, yeah. So that, so, so I mean, so I mean, naturally, I mean. we're gonna look at him and be like, okay, he's not that good. That's because there's there's three amazing quarterbacks on the other teams. Right. That's what that's my point. Not to say, uh, but he's not bad. I think that he's. I think I probably think that he can win and be a really good quarterback in ninety five percent of the league. It just so happens that he has three All Pro and in case one Super Bowl winning quarterback in the division. I don't think that's a fault on him. I don't think we have to. No, look it's at not it a fault on him. I just he's just I don't think he's because of the competition. He's just not good enough. I think I think he is. I think he is. Again, I think I think it's I think it's more uh, the fact on who the personnel is on the division. Because let's face it, Deshaun Watson is is a franchise-leading quarterback. Andrew Luck, franchise-leading quarterback. Nick Foles won a Super Bowl. Qu- so, all right, I'll phrase it like this. Yeah. Looking at just arm talent, quarterback arm talent, arm talent strength, yeah. accuracy, arm. all that stuff. Rank the quarterbacks. As far as, like, like arm talent. So what are the options? You got Andrew, Foles. I, I'll just go first. Andrew Luck, Deshaun Watson, Nick Foles, Mariota. Come on, man! You're setting you're setting this one up for Mariota to finish last. <laughs> I but like, obvi- like a lot of quarterbacks it, can run nowadays. Yes. So, so like only off of arm. Yeah. And you're gonna put Foles at three. Yeah. I'm putting. I mean, yeah, because Watson and 
Luck are that good, I think. Oof. What do you do? You think Foles is better than Watson? I think he, <sighs> he's not better than Luck. An argument could be made. I think Luck's a top five quarterback. Luck is a top oh, five quarterback. I disagree. Ooh, okay. I mean, that's fair. Uh I mean, there. I get. I, mm, I yeah. I mean, that's I, you actually raise a good point. Foles and Watson is, I think, is a that one I can easily interchangeable split. two yes. or three. But my point is that I, or, as a quarterback talent, Mariota is the fourth best in that division. By default of three all pros. Oh, no. But that's it's what I mean. Arm like the, talent, not quarterback talent. Arm talent. Right. Because if we're doing overall talent. Because you can game plan for a running quarterback. Yeah. I, I'm just saying. I, I'm not I've I've never said I've I've I was a fan of Mariota coming out of college. I thought he was going to be uh, I thought he was going to be good and he is good. Decent. He's just not good enough. It, especially in this division. That's the way I look at it. All right. Let's talk about some of these top free agents. Uh the number one ranked by CBS was Trey Flowers coming out of New England. He signs with the Lions. I don't think that helps the Lions that much. Roar. I I think the Lions are more than just a defensive end away from being a solid team uh landon collins staying in the uh, nfc east going to the redskins 84 million for six years that's uh, a lot okay i mean i guess that explains why he well yeah yes. i would take that money too that's a i mean he's good player too so i mean i can't blame yeah, the redskins play with alex smith <laughs> <laughs> they did replace alex smith Oh, who are they again? Case Keenum. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, are you yeah. Redskins fan now? <laughs> Look, man, I'm a fan of the player, <laughs> not the team, all right? Oh, we're going to talk about that. <laughs> Eventually. Probably not today, but we'll talk. You know, once once everything's settled up, we get the preseason, I'll be glad to talk Tom, about it. Tom, let me throw this at you. The Broncos upgraded at quarterback. No, they didn't. <laughs> you they can't did spell not. elite without F-L-A-C-C-O. <laughs> they had very comparable statistics. <laughs> Yeah, they were one, like, well, okay, so that one was like, eh, well, maybe this one will be a little less, eh. and then it was like, that's oh, been their philosophy gonna ever be, since Manning left. Uh, <laughs> yeah, their fl- Brock Osweiler. Okay, yeah, that's the future. <laughs> Brocktober, that's baby. Poor management. Ask Connor about Brocktober. Pretty sure he's undefeated against the Bears. <laughs> oh no. That's actually super hilarious. Um, Trent Brown becoming the second Patriot offensive lineman in a row to sign a record-breaking deal uh, coming out of New England. Well, you know, you got to try really hard to make sure Tom Brady doesn't break his Apparently, entire body. I think the Patriots offensive uh, lineman coach should be a Hall of Famer. <laughs> yeah. Really good at protecting their quarterback. Yeah. That's all I got to say on that. CJ Mosley to the Jets. I The Jets have made some impressive so moves. So here's the thing done. about <laughs> the Jets. Uh, as a Bills fan. If this was Hawk Talk, we'd be muted. <laughs> we would. As a Bills fan, uh, I'm terrified of the Jets right now. Yeah. Like, everyone in that vision should be terrified of the Jets right now. I think the Jets are a solid wildcard team right now. They can beat the Patriots. I think they could, too. I, don't I think, think they could the, win the division. Not yet. Next year, maybe. The Patriots? Yeah. I think the Patriots are going to win the division again. Probably. Hmm. I I bet against the Patriots every year, Tom. <laughs> I want them to lose, but they're just not losing. I have to accept that fact. Hey, man, the Bills usually split the series. But, right? I, <laughs> but I agree with you. I think the Jets are right there. 
Yeah, I think they are a game or two back from the Patriots. I when the want over. the Bills to be where the Jets are right now, and we'll get there in like two, three seasons. But I think you would. Too. I think Josh yeah. Allen's the right guy for Buffalo. But I think CJ adding CJ Mosley to that defense, who that defense was already kind of decent last year. Um, at, so adding that solid young middle linebacker for the next five years, that's going to be huge. Sam and then Arnold's going to continue to be amazing. I agree. And now specifically An because underpaid Le'Veon this Bell. next guy, Le'Veon Bell, signing for four years. That's going to be incredible for Sam Darnold, not only from a, like having that running support, but he's a pass rush. He's a pass they catching. Gore, didn't, they? didn't he go to Buffalo? Oh, yeah, yeah, he did go yeah. to Buffalo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, might be, might be. But Bell, can, Bell is an amazing pass catching running back, too. So that's going to be amazing for Sam Darnold. Like, that's just going to be incredible. So I'm actually excited for the Jets. I think they're going to be a really good team, and I would not mind at all if they dethroned the Patriots out of the uh, AFC East. I would love it. I think they can do it. Um, another big uh, Anthony Barr almost went to the Jets. And then apparently he got cold feet and stayed yep. in Minnesota. He's, he compared it to walking down the aisle and realizing he it wasn't the right move. I mean. So, I mean, that's fair. I can't fault him for that. That I mean, and we got to think about this, too. We never really do think about this. This, this kind of stuff, this free agency, it's a big life decision. Yeah. You have to move your family to a whole other city. You have to learn a new – you have to – you just have to relocate. It's a new way of life, yeah. And if Anthony Barr is comfortable in Minnesota, uh, now the chips fell right for him because the story is that the they were going to let him walk. They weren't going to re-sign him. They were going to sign Tyron Matthew. But then Tyron Matthew signed so quickly in Kansas City that they were like, uh, let's just bring Barr back. <laughs> so lucky for him that they wanted him back yeah and i and i'm telling every viking fan i know quite a few on twitter who are just like oh let him go let him go. we didn't need him anyway and then the moment he resigned back they all loved him they're I was like, like I was oh like, okay glad to see him i'm just like really no like, i've talked to john he doesn't like the move he does he thought he they should have left, left i personally think he should have left i yeah. just wanted to see him I, every tom brady but right yeah. <laughs> since you know he has a reputation of breaking quarterbacks <sighs> let's don't, not talk, don't about, talk it. about it uh, so, <laughs> uh, speaking of Tyron Matthews, the next on this list, ca- signing with Kansas City. I think I, that's huge. I like it. I, now, it. it's <laughs> unfortunate because they've lost both Justin Houston and D Ford. So, their pass rushing is going to be very suspect. What's a pass rush? On, exactly. But adding Tyron Matthew, that's a few bad passes. Conservative. It's a few interceptions more than they had last year. Honestly, like he's that big of an impact player. I wish they would have found a way to keep both him and Eric Berry, but that was that was oh, that, that would have been, been a lot of. But that was a lot of money they I, I they would have had to give both of them. I think that would have been incredible. It would have, yeah. Um, the next guy on this list is Earl Thomas. Now I want to talk about all of Baltimore while we do this, and we'll wrap things up pretty quickly after this. Um, where am I going? I'm going up here. So Baltimore, as I mentioned earlier, they lost Zadarius Smith. They lost Eric Weddle. Zadarius Smith was their sack leader. They lost Eric Weddle, interception leader. They lost C.J. Mosley, tackle leader. And they lost someone else that I'm forgetting. Oh, Terrell Suggs. Yes. QB pressure, a QB hit leader, something like that. All of their, The dude got in the back. All of their defensive lot. leaders, gone. And they signed Earl Thomas, and everyone's like, yeah, Baltimore is so much better. No. No, <laughs> I. I mean, yeah, they got a guy who's been to a, a, a bunch of Super Bowls and has won a Super but Bowl. But that's but replacing he's... Eric Weddle. What about Zadarius? 
What about C.J. Mosley? What about? I'm Terrell not Suggs? saying you're wrong. I'm I'm in, I'm in full agreement with you, and I'm and you also know where I stand on the air on just the money standpoint when it comes to Earl Thomas. Right. I well, still yeah. think that no matter how much money they gave him, if it wasn't essentially a one year prove it or a two year prove it deal. I thought it was too much because he's an aging safety coming off of a broken leg. I do think four years is risky. It's very risky for a 30-year-old safety who's coming off a broken leg. I think he's that good, though. I personally would have been, like, if Green Bay would have gave him that contract, I would have been fine. So I can't fault him too much. I feel like I would have been complaining about the terms of the deal if he signed with the Bears, but I would have been like, oh, yeah, cool. The upside, I think the upside outweighs it at this point because he's that good. Yeah, I think think that's the only, I think that's, but however, I'm worried that's the one and only thing people are looking at. They're not looking at that fact. Again, I know, I know I've said it broke, but it's, it's a young, it's a young man's league. Yeah. And with all, and with all the lightning running backs and everything and the receivers and these freak of nature tight ends. An aging safety, it especially depends on how he heals, right? After this. Especially with a with a flat out break in the leg, that's dangerous. Yes. So yeah, he has a lot of upside. He's Earl Thomas, the dude can lay the smackdown whenever he wants to. But can he do that consistently? Can he keep up? If you smell. Now you, <laughs> it, you, you just kind of signaled to me that you like their uh, Mark Ingram signing. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't aware of that. Oh fault. yeah, no, I did not. I that. I enjoy it because they're a running team. Yeah, <laughs> they didn't really have a, a full fledged consistent running back. But here's the thing. They were a running team last year because they could, because their defense got them the ball most of the time. Hey man, hey man, option. <laughs> I ju- have the opportunity to use <laughs> the best plays in football ever. But if the option, it works every time. If their if you're defense playing doesn't football twelve. How does he know? How does he know exactly what we're talking about? <laughs> if the defense doesn't hold teams like they did last year, which they're not going to, this defense is not going to be as good as it was last year. True. I don't think they can run as much as they can as much as they did. Well, Lamar is going to have to throw more. I, th- I think Mark that's Ingram fine. is a running back where they can still run the football. I think that's why they Ingram's got him. A guy that- not- but if this defense is. He's your first down guy. He's gonna get you the first down or the touchdown, and he'll get and he'll eat up yards. He will eat up plenty of yards. And I completely agree, but they're not gonna be able to run as much as they did last year. I'm pretty sure no. they ran like 86 percent of the time last year. Yeah, I'm not no, arguing against. That. Yeah, they're not gonna be able to run a whole lot, but I think a guy like this is gonna take a lot of heat off of Lamar Jackson's yeah. legs. So you're not forcing him to run all over the place, right? But that that just means Lamar's gonna have to throw more, which is fine. He's an. Imp- I think he's gonna be an improving thrower. He's gonna be a much better thrower this upcoming season. Fair. I pers- I I my point is that I don't think Baltimore is as good as they were last year. Okay, I'm just saying that Ingram does help the offense. I think Baltimore falls to the third spot in this division, like like we talked about earlier. I really do. I I I don't like the moves. That do they push saying, for a wild card? Ingram was smart. No, no. If anyone get yeah. uh, my wild cards, I've it. already I've already kind of pit- if Pittsburgh is going to be in there. The Jets are going to be in there. If not, if they don't win, the Patriots would then be in there. Uh, the Chargers, obviously. Jets, Bills, Patriots, Dolphins. <laughs> Let's get four teams from the same I division. I can dream, Harold. <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right. Let's quickly round off the top 20 here. Uh, Bryce Callahan left the Bears yep. to go to Broncos. That he did. I think that's uh, – They didn't help out my boy uh, Keenum with this stuff. <laughs> I think it's a good fit for Fangio. Ah, uh, Let's talk about number 14, shall we? Nick Foles. Oh, I, I thought 
thought you were on Zadarius. I was like, I thought we talked about that. Yeah, no, we already <laughs> talked about the Smith brothers. <laughs> uh, yeah. Incidentally, we're 12 and 13 next to each other. <laughs> Nick Foles to the Jacksonville Jaguars. Amen. Repping number seven. Okay, yeah, we all saw this coming like months ago. He's a ago. very well-endowed like, player. <laughs> He's got a great package. I, I, I quit. <laughs> great package, great pickup I, by the I, Jags. I, oh, my. I'm done. I... <laughs> Just say the nickname. We've already surpassed the big dick Nick. <laughs> Super Bowl MVP. I think this is great. Paying them up. They have good young wide receivers. If Leonard Fournette can stay healthy. Some real big dick energy in Jacksonville o- right now. This offense is going to look like uh, two years ago. We're going to see we're gonna see t-shirts that say big Nick energy in Jacksonville. And I'm, yes, and I'm not I would about it. I would buy one. I'm pretty sure Barstool has that. Big Nick energy? I'm sure they do. I feel like I've seen that before. If it's got the Jag... Oh. We're buying those. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll but pay money. But two it, years so. ago, when Blake Bortles was actually like solid, let's say at the prime of his we'll career, throw five touchdowns and three interceptions a game. <laughs> when it's better he, than throwing eight interceptions. When he was throwing two touchdowns True. and no interceptions a game two years ago, when they went on that r- big run to the AFC Championship. Oh, game. that that one. Yeah, where yeah. they didn't really let him throw the football. Exactly. Yeah. I they're going to this offense is going to look like that. Like they're going, but better. Like the, the they're going to let Nick Foles throw the football. They're not going to let Nick Foles. They better let Nick Foles throw the football. What I mean is, this offense is going to look good again, and if they can get that defense running again, this Jacksonville team is going to be in the running for that another while. This AFC is going to be stacked this year. Yeah. I really like a lot of these divisions. You can see two teams coming out of each division. Mm-hmm. It's going to be very interesting. I, I just, but I love the Nick Foles. Setting. I want to see a Jacksonville crossover of Nick Foles, and then the, I keep forgetting his name. But he's he's with uh, being in the elite, uh, being the elite. Nick Jackson. Videos. Yeah, no, no, not the not. Um, he's, he's the penis wrestler. <laughs> oh, Joey Ryan. Yeah, Joey Ryan. Yeah, I just want to see that crossover <laughs> of big dick energy right there. Put them both on a t-shirt. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> I still need a Nick. Jacksonville's and Matt. got a lot of big dick energy. I still need a Nick and Matt Jacksonville shirt. I think that's so dope. <laughs> anyway. I uh, don't have much to say on this move, mostly because I saw this coming miles away. Oh, well, ago. yeah. Everyone so. saw it coming as soon as, like, the playoffs were done. Like, yeah. Right. Right. I was just like, I yep, just that's happening. <laughs> he didn't stick with number nine because he can't disrespect the legend that it w- that was David Garrard. Did he actually say that? Oh. No. <laughs> no. Oh. <laughs> hey, let's leave David Garrard alone. He was actually No, I'm. He's, I, he's the reason I'm a Jacksonville okay, fan. Him and say. MJD were my boys. He says those two, so, that was what, an what era. What number is he wearing? He's number seven. Seven? Yeah. To disrespect the great Chad Henney. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Can't say that. Oh, my gosh. Uh, uh, Oakland also signed another wide receiver, Tyrell Williams, after, uh, while also cutting Jordy Nelson, who is apparently talking to the Seahawks. <laughs> what a dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be really pissed if you went to the Seahawks, actually. But Don't come back. You're not retiring. I like that for Tyrone. Is there, there was another big one. Golden Tate replacing Odell in New York. Hey, you skipped over to Dominican Sue looking for new stomping grounds. Yeah, he hasn't signed anywhere yet, so that's why I don't want to talk about yeah, it. He missed the joke. I got it. Stomping <laughs> grounds. Because uh-huh. he stomped on the Packers offensive yeah. line. Um, <laughs> oh, we didn't even talk. when the With the Browns, Shelton Richardson went from Minnesota to the Cleveland. That's even bigger oh. for their off- or for their defensive line. Dang. That's awesome. I like Dante Fowler staying in so L.A. Golden, Golden Tate went to the Giants. Yes. So they downgraded. Got it. Yes. I mean, don't get me wrong. Golden Tate's a great receiver. That's like someone coming in to my place of employment and going, hey, my contract is ready. I'm due for an upgrade for my phone. And Did then going from like a 10S Max to a 10R. 
If we play the Giants, <laughs> I'm telling you right now, if we play the Giants, though, he's going to have a 100-yard receiving day. I have the iPhone 10. Can I downgrade to the iPhone 8? Why? Sure. My contract's up. Okay. Sure, why not? <laughs> um, we already talked about Tevin Coleman. Connor, how do you feel about Haha Clinton Dix? He's going to ha-ha in our face. I like, I like the move. You like the move? It. I mean, there's a... There's you're, not, a f- you're not worried about how he played in Washington? No. Why didn't we just trade him? I'm not. I'm not worried. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not worried about how he played at all. Fair um, enough. Um, I still think he's a. Re- I still think he's a really good safety. I. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he's he was kind he was kind of mistake prone, but there's a few. But I completely agree with these tweets that I saw and everything, because it make because that's one of the reasons why I loved him at Akaja, Why I wish the Bears drafted him and we didn't, and you guys got him uh, three mm-hmm. picks after us or something. He j- he yeah he he gambles a few times but he makes plays on the ball. He's not afraid to go uh, to go for the ball. He whether it's whether it's in the air or actually uh, pursuing it when it's at the when the ball here gets it like coming down and making and making plays. It, I I personally really really enjoy the move. Um, I don't think it's necessarily. I didn't think it might be a slight up uh a, a slight upgrade to Agent Amos, but barely. And by barely, mm. I mean like a two percent. I I still am a firm believer that Adrian, that Adrian Amos was good, but you think he benefited from the system he, or from the players he was around. Adrian Amos cool. was Adrian Eddie Amos Jackson. without a shadow of a doubt benefited for having Eddie Jackson next to him. Fair enough. And, and that and you, you know what? And Haha Clinton Dix did it without having anyone like that in in Green Bay. So imagine how he's going to be with Eddie Jackson. It's very fair to assume that. So I yeah I. I was gonna say you you guys you guys got a reliable safety in Adrian Amos. Yeah. I just don't think the money was worth it, and the re- and the reason why he got that money, he needs to be hitting Eddie Jackson up right now and thanking him because if it wasn't for him, he would not be making that much. Watch Amos just go off this season. If he does, great. That 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 would be great. Would I be? I wouldn't be necessarily mad. Thirty two picks. I wouldn't necessarily be mad that he went off like that because he was serviceable for us. You'll it's not like he, he was trash. Week one. <laughs> Say what? I'll <laughs> be mad if he goes off week one. If he, if Welcome he, to if, your opener. Six no, picks. Oh my god. No, if he hits a pick six on Mitch, I'll be like, this always happens. Like <gasps> it, it, it always happens. We like this for like any one of my favorite teams. One of my favorite teams gets rid of somebody. They go to a team. We play that team and they ball out. I'm just like, all right, whatever. I, clarify, I said six picks intentionally. Uh, yeah, 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 as in six interceptions. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah, just no. goes off. Not, I mean, a pick six would probably be included in there somewhere. But probably. <laughs> How do you feel about Cole Beasley? I'm excited. Yeah, yeah, I think that Need helps. It. I think, yeah, I think he's reliable, a very reliable guy. Reliable targets is what he needs. Did they still have Zay Jones? I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I don't know. But anyways, <laughs> uh, th- I think Buffalo. I think yeah, I think they're pretty good in Buffalo. So, all right, well that wraps it up for today. Woo! Woo! A lot of football. I love it. So, yeah. we'll, as far as the next show, there's going to be a show on Wednesday for sure. There will possibly, <gasps> actually, no. It, Wednesday will be the next show. <gasps> there will then be a show Thursday at some point, most likely in the morning. When we record that show is a different story. <laughs> <laughs> but. You will get a show on Wednesday and a show on Thursday. The Thursday show will be on uh, the NCAA tournament. Is the correct phrasing that I can use. Uh, <laughs> um, so, with that said, Tom, thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Blast Connor, as always. Connor, take us out. Okay, here we Bring go. I'm bringing up the list because I, you know, I'm just going to need 
I'm just gonna need just like you just plop. I'm gonna need it like propped up somewhere every time we record now. Hey, look, we uh, <laughs> just print it we're, off. We're getting laminated. Clo- we're getting close to uh, uh, double digits in the in the moonlight category. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> um, that's a- advertisements are fun. Slight humble brag. <laughs> we're kind of making money. <laughs> we're getting there. We're getting there. <laughs> All right. First round KO. You can follow us at the. You can uh, follow us or subscribe to us or whatever their me- their thing is at the following. Obviously Anchor, and then there is Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcasts, Pocket Casts, and Stitcher. Yeah. On Twitter, if you want to follow us at frko, follow Kyle at Olson two K eighteen. Follow myself at Carnivore underscore seven. Tom, would you like to plug yours? Yeah. So it is uh, at Tom first T zero M one S T. I I post some fun things. Tom actually does post some very fun things on Twitter. Um, also, three count review at, at three count. Three, the number three count review. And here we go, Yelich. Ed. Here we go, Yelich. Here we go, Yelich. Oh. It's almost season. Ten days. Oh, ten days. I'm so excited for baseball. So Dude, excited. Same. All of those links will be in the description. Yeah. Like I said, Wednesday wrestling. You heard him when it came to what we're talking about in the next episode. So I'll leave it at that. A third percent chance of winning. <laughs> At Until best. the next At time. Best beat me. Until the next time. <laughs> the numbers spell disaster for you <laughs> at sacrifice. We'll see you the next time we shot the systems Stay fresh, cheese bag. Drop it. Got me down in the fifth. Got me drowning in indecisions. Genie, I'm full of wishes. Still can't help with the disposition. I'm just a young college kid with all the privilege. Stress beyond belief, so can trust going through the villages. Keep an image of Priscilla with the J. Dilla Dilla. Need another dollar, dollar in Manila. So vanilla with a swirl, let the blade run. Tongue drip slice down the middle of our nation. Heebie-jeebies, we already had this conversation. Kept me busy since day one. Accusations. Pockets gained a little weight like my ex-bitch. Still the only bricks that I've been stacking been in Tetris. Never measure up because we've been on a different metric. And I don't give a fuck about who the next I feel the is. hole in my soul with Palace and Preen logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just want to jump from the top and fly solo. Feel the hole in my soul with Palace and Preen logos. Acid wash jeans, the Vans and the Ralph Polo. Burnt like my tongue after sipping some hot cocoa. I just want to jump.